What is up, my clan? Welcome back to Riffing with Clintus, the podcast about all things that I care to talk about and feel like talking about when I feel like talking about them. I know last week I said that we were going to have a guest this week, but uh, I dropped the ball and I didn't lock him in. Uh, I knew I, I, you know, I have, I have some friends. I literally could have texted me like, hey, you want to go to the podcast tonight? And like, they would have been here, but it didn't matter because I, I, there was another topic that I had on my whiteboard that I wanted to talk about eventually. And today just made sense because I, I I basically did some gardening and I was like, all right, well, let's fuck. I'm in. I'm in it. I'm in it. Friday night I spent. Uh, well, you all talk about this. I'll talk about this in the episode. But um, I, I'm just I'm really into plants right now and have been for the last couple months. So I'm going to tell you all about that in just a moment. But first, a couple of housekeeping things. Uh, Discord is popping and rocking right now. I've been really promoting that. Uh, I've been hanging out there. Most of my free time, I have Discord up open all the time and I get the alerts on my phone all the time. So I'm in Discord all the time. So if you haven't joined our Discord server, discord.gg slash Clintus. It's free. Download the app. It just makes things easier. You can do it from the web, but as soon as you close your browser, you're logged out. You don't get notifications. You don't know what's going on. So I highly recommend you download the app on your phone, your tablet, your computer. Um, you can join my server, but then you can also join a bunch of other servers. That's the beauty of Discord is you download the app, you create an account, and then you can be inside like thousands of discords i i'm i'm in hundred or so i'm i'm in a hundred different discord servers because uh, all my friends my streamers a uh, bunch of different apps communities games everyone's got a discord server for various reasons um you don't need your own discord server kids i know a lot of kids will, will create discord and then create a server and then try to invite everybody into it it's like you don't need your own server there's there's a there's a reason to have your own server but that's a discussion for another day all i'm saying is is uh, if you want to be part of, of our community, you are a part of our community, but you want to extend the conversation and meet other people in the community, join our Discord server. There are dozens of channels for various topics, and one is for plants and gardening. So if you're into plants and plants and gardening, we have a specific channel just for that to share photos and stories and, and you know, uh, highs and lows in there. So uh, come join our Discord server, say hi, say what's up, and uh, be part of the community. Uh, without further ado, let's get into the podcast, yo. For as long as I can remember, green has always been my favorite color. And I've always loved the color of plants and trees because of it. Because it, it reminded me of green, which is my favorite color. And I don't know if it was because green was the color of plants and trees and jungles and forests, or if or if green was my favorite color and therefore I found this love for plants and trees and jungles and forests. I don't know. But the oldest memory that I can think of where I actually like read up on and got into air quotes, got into plants was in fourth grade. And fourth grade was also the year that I, I really found my love for science and that became my favorite subject uh, for the remainder of my schooling. Uh, fourth grade, my homeroom teacher was Mrs. Dalton and she was also my science teacher. So we were in, you know, her class was the science class and we had the dopest class. We had animals, um, because one of our, our science, um, curriculum was learning about the animal kingdom, right? Which eventually evolved into other things, but for the, for the, for the sake of the conversation, we had anoles, which were American chameleons. We had crayfish, we had turtles, we had fish. Um, oh, there was something else. I, I can't. Remember. Oh, salamanders. There were salamanders. 
Uh, so, you know, we had a little bit of everything with reptiles, amphibians and, and, you know, all that stuff. But, um, you know, we would have this packet and we would have to do all these experiments and learn about the different animals. And I excelled at it. I just, I, I got, I got done with all the animals before anyone else did. And I, after we were done with all the animals, I think it was electricity after that. And I was the only one in the class that was doing the electricity stuff while everyone else was still doing the animal stuff. And I just, cause I just, I just had moved that far forward. Um, and I don't remember where in the curriculum we did stuff with plants. It was very short. Um, I do remember in third grade. So I guess technically that's older, but in third grade we grew beans. You know, you do the little bean, the bean, you soak it and then you put it on like a, a, like a paper towel or something. The root comes out and then you plant it. Right. And I remember planting beans. So that was my first memory of plants, but fourth grade was my, my love for science. And I remember in fourth grade, going to the library and finding, you know, I, I'd always go look at the new books. I, I never really, I never really was into reading, uh, in elementary school, um, until about sixth grade, but fourth grade, I remember finding this one book and I wish I could remember the name of the book. I I've, I've done Google searches trying to figure out what it was called. Obviously this is like, I don't know, 25 years ago, uh, you know, or, or longer actually. Uh, so I don't know roughly Jeez, is it 30 years? I guess it'd be 30 years. Wow. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, I don't, I can picture the book. It's hard. It was like, it was a hard, uh, book, hardcover, white and big letters, something about like the plant kingdom or something like that. I don't know, but it broke down the five different, like, uh, kinds of, of plants. Right. And, and even then, I don't think that all of them are actually considered plants. I don't know that I don't remember the hierarchy. I, I, I'm, this is way out of my realm, but this is, I'm just giving you guys the, the foundation for my love for plants. And it started with this book and, and, and my fourth grade teacher. Um, and then after that, it was just kind of like one of those things where I, I, I always had an interest in plants. I always thought that, you know, forests and jungles were cool and gardens were cool. And, you know, it was just one of those like kind of like low key interest of mine, but never really pursued it. Never really got into it. Um, growing up, my mom always wanted a garden, but never actually did one. You know, we'd have some pots and some plants here and there, but nothing really substantial. We just never did. Um, when we moved into our last house, with my parents, uh, I tried to do a vegetable garden in the back of our, like back of our backyard, back corner. I plowed it and, and made it like the trenches and I planted some seeds, but alas, like everything else, I lost interest and, you know, nothing ever really grew or, or continued to grow. So kind of fell out of it. No longer really was into, you know, gardening or, or house plants or any of that stuff. But again, back in my mind, always something that I thought was cool. In fact, to this day, I've had multiple like jungle slash forest, um, like desktops on my computer and on my phone. Um, in fact, right now my Trello board is a, a jungle, a jungle vibe. Um, it has been for a couple of months. Um, but it was until recently, um, a couple of friends of mine and I went in on a masterclass subscription and, you know, we originally were doing it for food and cooking and, and there's a barbecue one and, the, you know, and I've seen the Gordon uh, Ramsay uh, I've seen a couple episodes of the Gordon Ramsay one. So I knew what I was getting. I knew it was, what I, you know, and I'd heard there were a bunch of other cool stuff on there, like, you know, some musicians and some actors and whatever. But 
when I logged in for the first time and I started per, like browsing the, 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 um, you know, the directory of all the different options, I was pleasantly surprised to see, uh, one about gardening. I was like, Whoa, okay, this is cool. And so I watched the trailer and I got introduced to a man uh, by the name of Ron Finley. He goes, you know, he's, he's known as the gangster gardener. Um, he is known for, uh, building gardens in South central LA. His story is very, very awesome. Um, I, I highly recommend you looking him up. Ronfinley.com, I believe is his website. Um, very well known in, you know, in for multiple things, but, um, he basically is known for, for growing, you know, vegetables in South central LA and he'll, he'll plant them anywhere. He'll, he'll, in, you know, in the medians, uh, on the sidewalks you know, abandoned lots, you know, he just, he's a big advocate for that. And I love it. I love it. So that was the first masterclass I watched. I didn't even, I didn't watch the cooking ones. I didn't watch the barbecue one. I didn't watch any. I, that was literally the first one I watched and I watched every episode over the course of, I think two or three days. And it inspired me. It inspired me to actually go buy some plants and some pots and some soil and some tools and do some gardening and I immediately fell in love with it. I immediately loved getting my hands in the dirt and the soil and just like, you know, transplanting from one thing to the other and building these like, you know, beautiful arrangements and, and you know, um, pairing a plant with a pot and, and all that. I just, I really, really enjoyed my first experience doing that. And so... I was like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I dig this. I really like this. And of course my wife is always laughing because, you know, I'm known for getting into something, going hard into it for, you know, four, six, eight weeks. And then my interest shifts to something else. And I, and I admit that I, that is definitely who I am. I get excited about something. I get into something. Um, I go all in on something. I spend a lot of money on the, on this thing. I spend a lot of time and energy and I get really into stuff. Right. And one of the diagnoses uh, that I, that I gave myself, I overheard, I remember reading, hearing somebody say this and I was like, oh my God, that's me. Is that a lot of times I'm more, I, I get more wrapped up in the concept of the thing, whatever the thing is I get, I'm so in like engrossed in like what it is about the thing around the thing, but not the actual thing. Um, for an example, um, the, the, the earliest time that I can remember doing this was uh, a game that I used to play called Eve online. It's, it's a lot like world of Warcraft, but it, you're, you're in spaceships um, and you fly around in a spaceship and you know, your character, you never really actually see your character. You have, you have a profile picture, but you never actually see your character. He's always inside his ship. But I, I spent so many hours at work and in my free time, like researching these builds and, and like, what's the optimal build and you know, what's the best place to find the, this loot and how do I build, you know, what are the materials I need to, to build this and where's the best prices to sell this? I, I spent so much time for the perfect PVP build, but hardly ever got into PVP battles. It was, it was hilarious. When I actually think about it, I spent so much time trying to build my ship and, and have the perfect PVP build, the optimal PVP builds for the off chance that when I got into a fight, I had a chance, right? But I never actually sought out PvP. It was always like this, like, well, if I ever run into somebody, I'll be ready. But I never, but, but I spent so much time 
doing it and, 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 you know, farming and, and getting the materials and the money. And I, I, I was, you know, I was rich in the game, but never actually spent any of the money because I, I had, you know, two or three versions of the ship with all the different, I was ready to go. I was, I was ready for battle three times over, you know? So I do that with hobbies. I do that with, with, you know, little micro passions of mine, uh, whether it's a video game or, you know, streaming or, you know, podcast or even vlogging, you know, once this earlier this year or last year, I think it was late last year, you know, I was really watched a big into watching Peter McKinnon's uh, vlogs. And I totally, after binge watching like 14, 15 episodes, I got inspired to go buy a new camera and a microphone. And I'm like, I'm going to make vlog, video vlogs like this guy. This guy has inspired me to make, you know, be creative. And it lasted about two weeks, I think. And I was just like, yeah, it's too much work. It's, I'm over it. I don't love it that much. So when I started doing the plant thing and the garden thing, Tiffany did this, gave me the same look. She's like, hey, these are expensive. You're, you know, you better keep these things alive. You're, you're buying a lot of plants. And and of course, when start things started dying, she's like, see, it's a waste of money, blah, blah, blah. But I always equate spending money. And I always I always try to like um, compare it to other things. Like how much money do we spend on food or alcohol if you're, if you're an adult, right? Like think about that. Just for a second, think about how much money we spend on food and drinks, like not, not even just like in our lifetime, but I mean like in a week, in a month, one meal, one meal that you thoroughly enjoy, digest and poop and pee out in less than 48 hours can cost you upwards of, you know, a thousand dollars. If you, I'm, I know, I'm, obviously I'm going extreme, but I'm just saying, my point is that you could spend up to a thousand dollars on one meal one experience and not bad an eye. But then it's like people, you know, will chastise you for spending money on whatever hobby you're into, right? Whether it's Pokemon cards or, you know, gardening or, you know, little porcelain dolls that you paint, whatever. The point is you should be able to spend your money however you want. And no one should really judge you for it because you work, you earn you spend, and that should be the way it works. So I kind of just brush it off like whatever. It's a hobby of mine, and like all hobbies, most hobbies cost money repeatedly over and over again, right? Let's say you're into golf or bowling or insert any sport where you have to go pay money to go do the thing you want to do. You want to go to a shooting range? Costs you money. Oh, by the way, it also costs you money to buy the bullets and buy you know the ammo and all the things required to go shooting. Golfing. My brother's a big golfer. You know, I know how much it costs to golf. That's just the fee to golf. That doesn't include all the money he's put into his clubs and his balls and his bags and his shoes and his wardrobe. And, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like dirt bike riding. I used to ride, I used to race motocross. I still have a dirt bike. I ride occasionally, though it's been about two years. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, but it's an expensive sport, right? 25 bucks to go to the track. You know, boots cost $300. Helmets cost $300. Like, your dirt bike now nowadays that will cost you almost eight grand. Like it's an expensive sport, you know, and that's just to get you going. Now imagine breaking something or replacing something or wanting to upgrade something like, so, you know, hobbies come in all shapes and sizes. And I don't know. I look at the gardening thing is like so many, it's so, there's so many layers to gardening, right? So first and foremost, the basic level is it's a, it's a, it's a fucking plant. Like we, this is what, this is what fuels us. It creates oxygen. It gives us life. And 
and so many other, you know, and that just cascades to so many things. Actual food comes from plants, right? Animals that we eat, eat plants or animals that eat plants, like the bugs that, that you know, oh God, it's just, it's, it's fascinating shit when you want to go deep, deep in that. And that may that, that's another conversation for another day. But for now, I just want to say that like, I, th- I think about that level of like, okay, not only is this a hobby that I like to do and spend my time, but oh, by the way, it's also like benefiting the fucking planet, right? Or possibly benefiting our family if I can actually get some vegetables out of it or something, right? Um, so that's that's a positive spin on it, the way I, the way I look at it. Um, but then on top of that, it's like, it's something natural. It's something like, I'm like, I, like I said, I like putting my hands in the dirt and like feeling the dirt on my hands, which is funny because I'm not normally a, like I don't like getting dirty. Like I ride dirt bikes, but I don't like, I'm not a grease monkey. I don't like going to the garage and like wrenching on a car. Like I did all that. Been there, done that. All my high school years, early college years, I drove piece of shit cars that required me to work on. And you know, my dad was a pseudo mechanic. My brother was a pseudo mechanic. My uncle was a pseudo mechanic. So like we were always working on cars and fixing shit. And, and that's just not my thing. That was my brother's thing. My brother, brother number two, is a mechanic. He can take shit apart, put it back together. He's his hands are constantly like black from like oil and grease, and he's, they're they're dry and cracked from washing them. Like that's not me. I'm a computer dude. I like my like nice clean office. I like electronics. Like that's my thing, right? But there's something about putting my hands in the dirt. There's something about like just getting my hands in that soil, that loamy soil, and just feeling it. And then, like I said, pulling a plant out of a pot, and then digging a hole with your hand and putting it in the hole and covering it. Like, I, I don't know, man. I just, I really vibe with that. So I watched Ron Finley's masterclass. I tell the wife, Hey, I want to go buy some plants. So I go to, um, I think it was home Depot was the first, the first time I went and I bought, I don't know. I bought a couple of different plants, I bought a habanero. I bought a tomato. I bought a jalapeno. I bought a couple of ferns and a couple of like, uh, annuals, right. Which are plants that, you know, they last for the season and then they die and that's it. So, you know, I bought a good mix of things. I bought a couple of pots and I started, you know, I, I said, I had a little setup out back and I, I garden, man, I gardened and, and, and I absolutely, absolutely loved it. And that was my, that was my first like jump into this, this gardening thing. And I really, really enjoyed my time. And from there, um, you know, I think a couple of weeks had passed and, uh, for the most part, everything was doing well. Everything was looking good. And, um, that was it. That was, that was kind of the start of, uh, you know, the, the kickoff, if you will. Um, I'm trying to think back. What else did I buy? What else? Oh, I bought a little cactus, um, for my room. One of those ones, with the little, like little pink, the little pink head, that was like the first um, indoor plant that I bought. Um, bought some marigolds and a couple, like I said, a couple other like annuals um, that I put into uh, some planters. So I had three de- like medium size, like I said, a habanero, a jalapeno, and a, and a tomato plant, and these like wood buckets. And uh, that was the start of like that, like like vegetable garden, right? Um, and then I don't know, maybe like a week or two later i went back to like lowe's or something bought some more plants um ended up uh getting some more indoor stuff and planting some stuff for sierra repotting some stuff for sierra um and so then we started getting more house plants and house plants started kind of 
becoming a thing. But I was trying to do more of the outdoor gardening because that's, you know, like I said, that was what my mind was set was like, I wanted like this, like luscious patio, um, you know, garden vibe going on. But, you know, we live in Arizona. It's 110 degrees outside and shit is just burning. Shit's just dying. You know, it's it's hard. It's hard to keep shit alive at, at this point. <laughs> I I'm having a hard time, you know, keeping shit alive. Um, and I have, I have photos of all this on my Instagram and on Twitter. If you go back, uh, May 17th was the day that I did my first round of, of gardening. Um, and everything looked great. I still have all the containers and everything, but you know, we traveled and a couple things had died. If not, most things had died over, you know, over the course of, uh, uh, I think it was around maybe 4th of July weekend or something like that. We, you know, we were gone, but I, I did some more gardening in, in June. There was some gardening done in June. A second round, I should say it did. I was done in June and we added some more stuff. A couple of th- only a couple of things had died by then. Um, but it was after 4th of July back to back weekends being gone that the majority of our stuff had died. Um, and so I just started making trips to, to Lowe's and Home Depot, right? Cause we don't really have a nursery out here. Um, nothing too close nearby. So, you know, Lowe's and Home Depot are, are, you know, our nurseries, places to go to get stuff. Um, and so, you know, I, I don't know, it was early August was our last time to go buy some, some new stuff. Um, and this time I bought a, a good variety of stuff. I bought a new jalapeno, a new habanero, cause both of those died. Um, uh, I bought a plumeria, which, uh, I talked about that in the last episode, uh, when I went to San Diego, this 92 year old man had a full yard full of plumerias and I absolutely love it. It's a Hawaiian flower they use for uh, uh, like lays and I absolutely love it. I think the plant itself looks dope. The flowers are beautiful. They smell great. I want plumerias everywhere. So um, I bought a plumeria and I bought some house plants and Tiffany bought me some pots for indoors and I have two pots now in my room right now that, um, that I absolutely love. So that was, that was round three. Of, of the gardening. And so far, most of that stuff is still alive. As of right now, that stuff is still alive. So we're, we're doing pretty good round three. Um, and then today we went back out and bought some more stuff. And this time around we bought more, um, we bought a couple of outdoors, but we bought a lot of new indoors. Um, I'm kind of at the point now where I'm like, okay, well the outdoor stuff is just struggling. It doesn't, they don't look good. Even if I am keeping them alive, they don't look, they look like shit. And so I'm like, I'm going to slow down on the, on the outdoor plants until the season kind of changes. Um, I'm going to focus on house plants. And so Friday night, I went down the rabbit hole of the internet looking at house plant, um, like Instagram accounts and Twitter accounts. And, and I joined like four subreddits on Reddit. And I just went, like, got really into like house plants and realized that, I mean, you know, for the most part, our houses are climate controlled, right? Within, uh, you know, I'd say 10 degrees uh, year round, right? So summertime right now, we rock in our in the 70s. In the winter, we're usually in the 60s. But for the most part, our, you know, it, it, that's that's about it. So houseplants make total sense to, to be able to grow and thrive as long as you know what you're doing as far as watering, fertilizing, that sort of thing. But man, I, I have found some amazing, amazing people to follow and, and accounts, um, for houseplants and to, to see so many people's setups in their house, like walls of, of plants and whole like rooms full of plants. And they just have like a chair or a table in the middle of the room, but they're surrounded by these houseplants. And I'm just like, Oh my God. Okay. 
maybe that's where I, what I want to do. Like I, I totally love the outdoor gardens and outdoor plants, but maybe Arizona's not the best place. And if I am going to do something in Arizona, maybe I need to be specific to plants that thrive in Arizona. Um, you know, last year I went to the desert botanical garden for the first time and absolutely loved it. I, I cannot wait for the weather to get, to get nice again and go back. Um, I'm gonna take Tiffany and the kids this time. I did an IRL stream there and I absolutely loved it. And I will definitely go back. In fact, I think they, uh, they'd offer some kind of annual pass, um, which I will totally buy just the excuse to go back. Oh, I bought the annual pass. I need to go at least three times or, you know, whatever. Um, because I just loved it. They're just walking through the paths and everything. Um, but, but anyway, I think with my living situation where I live and then like I said, the Arizona weather, I'm limited on what I can do outdoors, but house plants, I think might be where I need to focus my energy. So, uh, this, this last, you know, today's trip to Lowe's, we, uh, I bought a new plumeria. So now I have two plumerias. They've doubled. Um, though I think I may have already messed up the new one. I went to pull it out of the pot. And I, I broke up the soil, you know, I try, you know, with the pot on the sides, kind of like just you kind of break the sides up a little bit so it'll pull out nicely. But instead of it coming out as one clump, the stalk just came right out of the soil. So I was like, oh, like no roots or anything. I was like, oh, shit. But if I'm not mistaken, plumerias, it's a cane. And like like bamboo, you just got to, you know, stick it in the soil with water and it'll grow new roots. So cross our fingers. The plumeria will survive. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But the good news is, by the way, I forgot to say this. Uh, we took back two plants that we killed. One was the jalapeno and the other one was our ficus indoors. Uh, both had died and we had the receipts. The ficus was like 50 bucks. So Tiffany was like, we're trying this one. We we get our money back or at least get store credit. Let's worth a try. And the jalapeno was like 18 or 19. So, I mean, we ended up getting $78 in credit back. So by the way, if you buy plants from Home Depot or Lowe's, they are warrantied up to a year from the day you buy it. So if you kill a plant that you buy from Home Depot or Lowe's, just keep your receipt and you can take it back for store credit. It's awesome. I uh, highly recommend it. And I definitely want to do that. I'm definitely going to do that if I keep killing this shit. But um, anyway, so so we started with house plants and uh, we I bought um, a, a replacement for the ficus. Instead of going with the ficus, we went with this uh, like, like a stock, like I said, cane looking tropical plant. Um, to go there. And then Tiffany bought this uh, other one. I believe it's called, it's called like a snake plant. It looks like a bunch of like, almost like flat eels coming out of the ground. Uh, really cool. Hard to kill from what we hear. Um, so we bought those two. I bought a money tree, which if you're not sure what those are, it's the, it's the tree that like, they're like woven, like the stock is woven together. And then it's a bunch of like leafy stalks that shoot out. It's a beautiful plant. Again, it's supposed to be hard to kill. So I bought one of those. Uh, and then Tiffany got a little inspiration and she ended up buying a, a handful of succulents in this like shallow wide mouth, like dish and some river rock. And she made this beautiful succulent, like centerpiece. And I'll show, I'll put pictures on Instagram and Twitter this week. So if you're listening to this podcast, uh, uh, just be sure to check out my Instagram and Twitter. It's at Clintus on both. I post photos both places and I'm updated all the time. So if they're not there yet, just wait. I definitely am going to be posting pictures of all these plants. Um, I'm definitely leaning into that. But she built this little like arrangement. And it's it's perfect. It's beautiful. Um, so we did that. And then um, I'm trying to think we bought anything. Oh, she bought another a round of uh, of annuals to just, you know, stick in some of the pots we have empty. Some of the things that died. So we're like, we're just filling it back up with, with stuff. Um, and I think that's 
all we bought today, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, so yeah, that's, that was it. So tonight we did some, I did some gardening. I, uh, I transplanted an aloe vera that my grandma gave me into a pot. Uh, I potted a dwarf tree that I have in that we've had in the house. Bryce and I bought those, um, back in June or July. Um, cause I bought, like I said, I bought around houseplants and so far all the houseplants are alive. The only houseplant that's died is the ficus. And we found out, we realized we overwatered it. Um, the pot that it's in isn't actually supposed to be a pot for plants. Uh, Tiffany bought it and neither one of us really realized there's no drainage. The thing has no holes at the bottom. It's like a, I think it's a pot supposed to be for like either fake plants or like maybe like those like reeds or rods that stick up like a bamboo or something, you know, I don't know. But now we know this thing does holds water. So we cannot overwater whatever we put in there. We just, we, we have to like make sure it's good. So, uh, we put something in there. I, I repotted the dwarf tree. I potted the uh, plumeria, the aloe vera. I potted all the annuals or uh, uh, yeah, the annuals. Uh, the only thing we haven't done yet are the other indoor plants because Tiffany is picky with her pots. So she's going to buy the pots for those plants. So I have the money tree and we have like the like tropical cane looking one, uh, which are very dope. So looking forward to doing that. But one of the things that I've, I've, I've I realized now is I really want to do this and you know, like my buddies who are into like mechanics, uh, you know, um, woodworking or just, just tool like garage guys, you know, they, they understand how important it is to have like a workbench, right? An actual workbench. That's your height, enough space that you have all your tools on the ready and you have, a, you know, a place to like work on things. And one of the things that Ron had in masterclass was his like, like wood table that he, would throw his pot on there in the soil and just, you know, things got dirty and it was okay because one, it was outside, but two, like this table was designed, made for, for planting. And I've got this little like fold up table that I pop out and, you know, it works for me. It's a very small space, but it works. I don't have a lot of room to work with right now in our current house, but we're on our, we've just started the, the process of looking for our next house. And for all you people that are like, what you're moving again, go back to our YouTube channel, do a search for house Q and a, watch that video. I'm shocked by how many people don't realize that the house we're living in right now was temporary. We bought, we, we, we sold our last house. We moved into this one. It's a rental. It's temporary. We were only supposed to be here for a year but because of COVID. We postponed looking and buying a house because of everything going on. And we're just now kicking that process off. But because it's an election year, we're not in that big of a hurry. We're just starting to look and if anything comes up and then, you know, sure. Great. But we're not in a hurry. We're not, we're, we're it most likely are going to wait till the end of the year. Uh, Cause we'll wait to see what happens with the election. But anyway, this house sucks for a long-term like short-term. It's great. It, it's fine. The house is fine, but there's no yard. We barely have a patio. I fucking hate it. Moving on. One of the things that I, I've, I've realized though, and it's, and, and really uh, solidified it tonight was I want a dedicated place to garden. Um, regardless if I don't have a, I don't have a place to, for a garden, if I have to just do pot living, you know, pots and that's it. I don't, I can't do an in ground bed or anything like that. Fine. But I need a place for like a, a, a garden table, right? A desk or, or, or workbench or whatever you want to call it. And a place that's a, a table that's high enough for my, you know, my height. I'm a tall guy. 
and big enough table space that I can have like a bag of soil and my tools and a couple of pots and my plants and not have to like literally like push things off the table to put, make room for the others. I want something like that, you know, um, have my buddy Chuck build me a, a nice big table and, and, you know, we'll customize it for my tools. And I, I just really want to do that. So I'm having this in my head, looking at houses now, like there was a house, not too, not too far from where we're at right now, like just a few streets over the house was awesome. The house was a mini version of our last house, which if you remember our last house, it was amazing. It was, it had all the amenities, all the upgrades. It was damn near perfect, except, oh, by the way, it was fucking huge and we didn't need it. We didn't need that, all that space. We had so much wasted space. Like we needed a four bedroom and we got a six bedroom. We needed a two car garage. We got a three car garage with a RV garage. Like, you know, it was just overboard. This house, all the upgrades, all the amenities, but 2,000 square feet smaller um, in the neighborhood we want, corner lot, front courtyard grass that we don't have to take care of. Oh, but shit, there's no yard. <laughs> it doesn't even have a good like side yard. Like Because they opted for the three-car garage, it takes up all the space that your you know, quote-unquote backyard would be. And there just wasn't a lot of room. I, in fact, I walked by the house and kind of like peeked over the, the fence just to kind of see, not, not, not look at the pictures, but actually like see what this, you know, backyard looked like. And it's just not a lot of room. Um, you know, it had a patio. Uh, we'd have, you know, Tiffany wants a hot tub. So we'd put the hot tub like in the corner and then there just wouldn't be any other room for anything else. You know, nothing for even baby like to, to piss her shit. We would have to take her out front every single time. Um, and you know, like I said, I, in my mind, I, I want a garden. I want a place to have my, my plants, my pots and, and whatever. And this just, this place just doesn't cut it. And, you know, I say that, but, but in the same like breath would say I'd live downtown in a heartbeat. And if you live downtown, you don't, you, you may not even have a balcony, you know, some places don't even have a balcony, but like, that's a, that's a trade-off. If I'm going to live downtown, I get all the amenities of living downtown. I don't give a shit. I live in a, you know, studio apartment. Like in my mind, that's a different conversation for another day. But my point is, is we live in a, we live in a neighborhood. I live in a, in a, a suburban neighborhood. I want to, I want some kind of yard slash patio. And a lot of the houses here don't have a lot, but they make up for it in other areas. Like they'll, you'll have like a side courtyard or, uh, you know, Bryce was at a friend's house today for the f- first time, guys, first time since March, Bryce went to someone's house. The kid has not left our house in, what is that, six months? I don't even know. March, April, May, June, July. Yeah, we're getting close to the end of August. Almost six months. Anyway, I went to pick him up today, and the the house that he went to, um, you know, they had a, they, him and, like, one buddy. Him and the guy at the kid's house and one other kid, so three of them, were in the pool. They swam all day. Um, but they have this little courtyard in the middle. Their house kind of wraps around in the middle, and they have, like, a fire pit. And, like, I'm like, that's what I want. I don't care if there's a big backyard. If they, if I just have like this nice spacious area for stuff, outdoor stuff, you know? Um, so that's what I'm looking for. Um, when we're looking for a house, Ollie will in the back of my mind be looking and go, okay, where can I have a garden or where can I have my plants? Right. Indoor is easy. I mean, indoor, you can put plants virtually anywhere and you know, we're going to get into that in just a minute, but like, you know, uh, house plants come in all shapes and sizes. You can hang them. You can put them on the wall. Uh, hell, there's even air plants. You don't even need soil, and you can literally hang them on the wall, and they just draw water and moisture from this from the air. 
Um, so houseplants are easy. You could put them everywhere. And I mean, like I, like I said, <laughs> I found some accounts that just have houseplants in every nook and cranny. And I love it. I absolutely love it. Outdoors, you can do the same, but there's, I think, I feel like there's, you're limited on what plants, especially here in Arizona that will thrive. So, you know, I'm, in, I'm looking out for where to put the plants. And so that's something that I will start to be, you know, looking at when we looking at houses. So that's the outdoor stuff. I will continue to pursue outdoor plants and, and outdoor gardens. And, you know, even if I have to limit myself to pots and, uh, you know, and be the you know, only, only have so much space outdoors, but let's talk about the house plants. Let's talk about indoors. Like I said, uh, this is something that I just recently started thinking about more than, more than anything. Originally, you know, Ron Finley's, uh, all his stuff was outdoors and, and, and growing vegetables and, you know, making, uh, containers out of trash. So, you know, you take an old bucket or, um, a drawer or a suitcase. He talks about all these different ways of making like containers. And, you know, once you start doing that with like that junk, it starts becoming a vibe, right? You start finding like tea kettles and boots and, you know, making containers for all that stuff. And, you know, they're all for the most part outdoors stuff, but indoors, man, Oh, like I said, I got, I got inspired looking at all these different Instagram accounts and, and, and subreddits. And, um, I don't remember. Oh no, I do remember. Uh, one of my moderators on Twitch, uh, shout out to goop. Uh, he goes, Hey, I think we were talking about in, in, on Twitch. We were talking about in, in my chat room, but he goes, I just got a, I literally just got a Facebook ad for this, uh, succulent subscription box. And, uh, it looks pretty cool. And he sent me the link. And I, I, and it hit me. I was like, I never thought about that. There's fucking subscription boxes for everything. Anything you could think of, there's a subscription box for. Like the most ridiculous shit, there's a, there's a subscription box for it. And it's smart too. I mean, honestly, the people think about these things, they're, they're, they're genius. It's like, oh, you like to buy that thing at the store? How about I send you one every month straight to your door? Like that's brilliant, right? But anyway, he found this succulent subscription it's two succulents for like i think it's 10 bucks or something every month you get one sent to you um and it, you know gives you all the the how to take care of this with that and so looks really cool he ended up subscribing to it i almost subscribed to it but then i was like wait a minute this is a specific one to succulents i wonder if there's just like a house plant one in general and sure enough there's multiple ones um but i ended up i ended up um i ended up subscribing to one um from the house plant shop uh, not sponsoring anything. I'm paying for it, but uh, they had a, a subscription box. Um, I forget what it's called. I want to say it's the it's Houseplant Shop box, maybe. I, I don't know. Um, the Houseplant box. That's it. The Houseplant box. So for for like twelve bucks a month from plus shipping, you get one four inch four inch uh, nursery pot, and it gives you like the detailed care guide and all that stuff like that. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'm gonna give this a try. I'll get one house plant every month. That's 12 a year. That's not a lot. And they're, they're four inches. So they're, they're small, right? They're tiny. Um, but I'm going to hear, I'm going to wait to hear what goop thinks of it when he first gets it. Cause I, I did some research. I followed the, the succulent studio. I think is the name of the, uh, the subscription, subscription one, uh, the one that he did. Yeah. Succulent, succulent studios. Um, really cool Twitter account and Instagram account. I followed them. Um, I really like the, the succulents, um, like I said, I think it's two for 10. Yeah. Two, two for 10, uh, every month plus shipping. And, uh, you know, just from the photos you saw, there's, there's some really beautiful succulents and being in Arizona, that actually makes a lot of sense. Right. Um, plus there's also pros to succulents versus regular plants. 
succulents actually uh, provide oxygen 24 seven. Um, whereas regular plants, um, I guess, stop producing oxygen at night. They produce carbon dioxide. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm going to wait to see what goop thinks this first box. And then I might subscribe to that as well. So then I'm getting three plants a month and then I don't have to go shopping for them. Right. But my thought is my, the thought behind it is I told Tiffany this today, we get these plants shipped to us. We get a detailed care guide. And now we know what the name of this plant is. And we, when we go to a nursery or we go to, you know, a Home Depot or Lowe's, we're like, oh, that's, that's blah, blah, blah. That we have one of those It's beautiful. Here's a bigger one. Here's a, a nicer one. Here's a, a, another one. Let's get another one, right? We don't know how to take care of it or maybe it died. And we're like, oh, but we really like that plant. And let's try another one. Let's get it again. So I kind of like that idea, right? And again, in my mind, you can you can't have enough plants. You can't have too many plants. Like I I really do believe that. I mean, seeing these pictures from these people, I'm like, I would totally live there. I would I want that to be my house. Um, I have a friend. Um, uh, I have a friend who, uh, well, I'll just say it. Wayne from Kings Coast Coffee. Uh, him and his wife, they've been sharing photos on their Instagram. Um from i don't know what the room would be called sunroom it's 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 basically like a, a, a room full of windows and they've just got a ton of plants in this little area and it's like a sitting room like i bet you that's like where they sit and have their coffee and it is just beautiful i love it like i'm, I'm jealous like they have all this natural light now granted they live in new york and so the weather is vastly different than here in arizona so a, a, a room full of windows like that would just bake our house right like you'd have to have some serious, serious window treatments for that to not just make your house 100, 120 degrees, you know? But nevertheless, I just, I look at that room that they have and I'm like, oh, so I just feel like you just gotta make it your own, right? And and when I we move and I redo my office, I'm 100% gonna have a shelf dedicated to plants. I'm gonna, I, right now, currently in my room, have four plants. I have three, I have two tropicals, one of the traditional, like, like, I don't know what the plant's called. This is the other problem too. I need to learn, start learning the names of plants, but like that, that basic house plant, the one that your mom and mom always had usually would hang and they droop down and you could like clip it, stick it in water, it would grow roots and transplant it. One of those Tiffany's mom gave me one. So I got one of those. I just did some clippings today. I'm going to start making new, you know, um, what is that called? There's a word for that. Uh, where you make a, you take a clipping and make a new plant out of it. I forget the name off the top of my head, but there's a name for that. I'm starting to do that. Um, and then I have, I have the succulent. I have the cactus. So right now I got four plants in my room and it's not enough. Like I want 10 times that realistically. I want, I want plants everywhere. Um, so that's my, that's my goal. That's my plan moving forward is to surround myself with green. Going back to the start of the podcast, how green's my favorite color. And I don't know if that's because it's the color of plants or if I love plants because green, they're green. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. The point is I'm in love with plants and I can, I'm, I plan on continuing, you know, I'm 38 years old. I've got many, many years left in my life, you know, before even retirement. And then once I'm quote unquote retired, you know, gardening is something you can do forever. My grandmother, my dad's mom, um, she's got a great little garden set up in her backyard. In fact, hopefully when this whole, you know, when this COVID is all over with, um, start spending time with her, 
that's something I'd like to do with her is, is start going over to her house and just do some gardening with her, do some transplanting, do some clippings and just like, you know, she's, she's in her eighties, you know, realistically she's, she's, you know, coming, getting close to to her end here on, on earth. And, uh, you know, one of the things that she's talked about, she wants to teach Sierra how to uh, crochet. And so I think that especially now with, with COVID and, and, you know, I, I just saw her for the first time, maybe since Christmas. Um, uh, my dad, my dad's dog is over there right now because she has the land. She's at the, a, a nice dog, um, uh, dog run, cute, tons of space for him, but he it's outside and you know, he's got some shade. He's got a dog house, but he's a big dog. He's a big black shepherd. And he knocks his water bowl over all the time. He's just a oof. He's just an oof. He just like, he'll go like walk up to his water bowl to get a drink and he'll step on the corner and flip it. And he loses all his water. Uh, and my grandma, again, she's in her eighties. This dog is huge. She cannot afford to get knocked over. So she doesn't dare go out there at all. My dad has to come over, do it. And uh, she had noticed that he knocked it over in the morning and my dad wasn't able to come over after work. So she was worried. So she called me and she's like, Hey, would you be able to come over and, you know, fix Jake's water bowl? Um, so, you know, got my mask, went over there, kept my distance from her. Uh, I fixed the water bowl and then we ended up just chit chatting, um, uh, for, you know, about 10 or 15 minutes. And it was, it was fantastic. I told her about how I started doing gardening and my plants. And she goes, I know your dad told me all about it. That's so fantastic. It's so wonderful. She gave me an aloe vera plant. She said, here, take this. Uh, it needs a new pot. It's all yours. So I transplanted that today, but I just think that, you know, being gone from her for so long and realizing, you know, how precious our time is with our loved ones that when this is all over with, and I can actually, it's you know safe to be around her. Um, that's what I'm going to do. I'm hundred percent going to spend my time gardening with my grandma and I am going to make sure that Sierra learns how to crochet from her. I think it's super important. The good thing is too, my mom also has a love and a passion for, for plants as well. Um, though, like I said, she never really got too heavy involved in it. Um, but now she's got some rose bushes and, you know, a few other, like, I think citrus trees in her yard. And, um, so, you know, when she gets some free time, she'll out there and she'll do some stuff and then she'll like send me photos and this and that. So that, I think that's another thing that we can have a common thread with, with my, with my mom as well. Um, and so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to many, many years of, of gardening. And I just, the thing I've learned now as I've, you know, I'm on my third round of, of plants is I just need to start doing my more research. I can't just fly by the seat of my pants. Like I do most things in my life because these are living things and they require specific care and attention. And if I'm not giving it to them, they die. And you know, that sucks. Right. Um, and so it is, it does cost money, obviously. And since I'm not buying all my plants from Home Depot and Lowe's, I don't get that money back guarantee every time. So uh, I do need to pay attention to that and and take care of them. So I think the house plants I'll probably have better luck with. Uh, I will do my research, uh, fertilizing and when to repot and all that stuff like that. But uh, the uh, the adventure, I'm excited, man. I, I like I said, it's it might sound silly, but I I really I really dig it. And and there's a whole culture around it. There's a whole community around it. Um, I started a channel in my discord for, for plants and, and my community members have already started to share their gardens and I'm like, Oh, it's so cool. Like, I love it. I love it. Right. And then, you know, we just start to build that, that little micro community inside of our community. Um, but like I said, I joined a bunch of subreddits and, and 
you know, I try to pull it up a couple, every couple of days and just kind of like browse and, you know, try to be involved in these communities and a couple of Arizona gardening ones and a couple of ones specific to like the plumerias and stuff like that. So I'm going to go a little deeper in, into those. I'm going to do a couple of more like searches on Instagram and Twitter and for accounts to follow. Uh, I'd love to find some locals. I'd love to find some local like gardener slash houseplant people um, and, and, you know, even get, just get more involved locally um, for the aspect of, Hey, I want to grow these plants in Arizona. How are you doing it? There's a lady in my neighborhood. I, fa- I, I, I go for my walks in the mornings and I walked by cause I was looking for that one house. I was on my way to see that one house that we were, you know, that, that was for sale. And this one lady, this house has got a whole bunch of plumerias, like a dozen of them. And I was like, Holy shit. Those are all plumerias. And they're sitting outside here in Arizona, 110 degrees. And they all look great. I'm like, what's her secret? So I'm probably this week going to get the balls to go knock on her door and be like, hi, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm your neighbor. I was just walking by. I saw your plumerias. What are you doing to keep them so beautiful? <laughs> Cause mine look like shit. So I'm totally going to do that. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think it's cool. I, it's one of my favorite things to do when I go for my walks in the neighborhood is check out everyone's yards and see like, you know, their plants and their gardens. And there's this one lady uh, older, you know, retired couple, beautiful front yard, just absolutely immaculate. Like, and the old man, the, the old man does it himself. I, I've seen him out there hedging and edging and, you know, there's not, they don't use a, a lawn service or anything. He does it himself and the yard is just immaculate. And so, um, I love doing, I just love that kind of stuff. Just, you know, looking at people's yards and like I said, I like gardens and, and, um, you know, when I go, when we, when I go camping, my favorite part is to be in the under the canopies, right? Like one of the reasons why I think I love Lolomai so much. For those of you who watch my vlogs, you know that Lolomai has been a, a place ever since I started dating Tiffany. Uh, I got introduced to Lolomai, and it's it's our favorite campgrounds. I think it's because it's not pine trees; it's cottonwoods. So you know we're up up north. It's not that much cooler. I mean, it's only ten degrees cooler than Phoenix, so it still gets fucking hot up there. But it's cottonwood trees, so it's not pine trees. It it, it, it give it has a different vibe to it. When the wind blows up in Flagstaff, you hear the, the you know, from the, through the pine needles, you hear the wind. But in, in, in Lolomai, with the cottonwoods, you hear the trees rustling, rustling. And so it just sounds different. It feels different. And, and, and there, there's more shade and there's the leaves on the ground. I don't know. I just, a different vibe. But I love being under the canopies. I love being under the trees. And, and I just, yeah, I don't know. I love it. So... If you're into plants, you're into, you know, you're into to, to botany and, and all that stuff like that, you know, uh, like I said, we've got a Discord channel called Plants Man. And, uh, you know, if you're in the community in the Discord, discord.gg slash Clintus, you can share, uh, you know, photos and, and you know, experiences and all that stuff like that. I really, uh, I'm really digging it, man. I'm really, really into it. So... I'll be looking for photos and, and if you're listening to this and even if you don't want to join the discord, but you got me on Instagram or Twitter, uh, you know, send me a tweet, send me a, uh, Instagram DM. Uh, if you post the, if your photos on your Instagram, send one to me in a DM, be like, Hey, here's my garden. Here's my house plants. I'd love to see what you have. Uh, I that's why I do what I do. I, I've recently gotten a lot of feedback in my discord because I've been promoting it a lot more and saying, Hey, discord's where my community hangs out. 24 seven. I may not always be around. I try, I'm trying to be in there more often. I got my notifications on. So I, I, I hear that ding all day long. Um, you know, but I've been getting some feedback like, wow, this is really cool to talk to you. Uh, you know, a lot of YouTubers and Twitch streamers don't take the time to talk to their community and their fans. And, 
you know, my, my response is always the same. Like that's literally the reason why I do what I do. I share my, my life, my experiences, my thoughts, because I want to talk about it. Like, you know, it used to be like, Hey, look at me. I just want the attention. But now that I've grown and I've matured and I've been doing this for over a decade, like I really just want to have conversations about it. Like I want to take a picture of a plant, tweet it and be like, check out my new plumeria. Look at this beautiful flower. Check out this, the succulent arrangement that Tiffany made, you know, you know, show me yours. And then people be like, Oh yeah, check out mine. Or, oh, that's beautiful. What kind of plant is that? How'd you get that? What'd you do to that? Like, have you ever done this? I, I do like this. I do mine like this. Like that's what I want. I want those conversations. I want those, I want to build those relationships. You know, like I'm a social person. Uh, I, I talked about this in discord recently. Like I gotta keep going back to discord. Like there are certain things I do by myself, right? I can watch a movie by myself. I can watch you know TV by myself. I can listen to music. I play video games. I can do a lot of things by myself, but majority of the things I enjoy doing with others. I enjoy doing with friends. I I'm a social butterfly. I'm a social person. I like, I'd rather go to a bar than stay at home. I'd rather, you know, go out to a restaurant than stay at home. Um, I, I don't know. I just, that's just how I am. Uh, well, I think it's one of the reasons why I want to ultimately live in a downtown area where everything's walkable and hustle a bustle. Like I'm not a homebody. I think we tried to be a homebody in the last house and, and we didn't like it. We didn't care for it. You know, we bought this big, gorgeous house with this big, gorgeous backyard. And it was like, eh, after a couple of years, we're like, eh. And so we, you know, we, we really want to be somewhere where there's more stuff going on. And this neighborhood we're in now gives us that it gives us the best of both worlds. We still get that house we own and it's, it's a suburban area and nice neighborhood, but it's got enough other stuff going on that we're able to still get that little bit of a hustle and bustle. And we love it. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I do this to interact. I do this to, to have conversations. So please, when you listen to one of my podcasts, if, if, if the topic that I'm talking about or that we're, that me and the guests are talking about is something that you're interested in or something that you can share your stories with, please, please do. You can, you can contact me a dozen different ways. Like I said, Twitter is my most active social media platform. I'm Clintus on there. Uh, Instagram is another one. Uh, my discord server, like I said, discord.gg slash Clintus. There's people in there 24 seven. We have people from all around the world. Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, uh, England, France, India, like we have a very diverse community in there and it's growing all the time. Um, uh, we were up to 2,100, 2,200 members, but I did a purge and kicked anybody that hadn't been active for 30 days. Uh, I think we were down to like 15 or 1600 now, but still it's growing every day. Um, you can also text me. Um, you know, I've been promoting my text message, uh, my phone number and, uh, it's not phone calls. It's just text messages. But you can send me a text message. You can send me a photo, 602-497-2046. It's U.S. only or, or Canada. You know, basically, if you have a, of a, a, a one as your area code or, or prefix, you know, country code is, is a one, you can send me a text message. Unfortunately, it doesn't work overseas. Uh, working on that, getting an international setup. But, one, you know, 602-497-2046. You can text me, send me a photo of, you know, your plants, your gardens or whatever. Um, I, I usually will send a group message out to everybody, be like, yo, what's up? What's going on? Ask a question. And then I respond back to text messages individually one by one. So it is me. It is hundred percent me. The text messages come to my phone, but just know that I do send like group, a group message and it does go out to everyone at once because as of right now, as of today, the recording of this video, 
I have 1,600 people that text me that are in my community, my text community. So for me to send out 1,600 individual messages to start a conversation makes no sense. I send one message out to 1,600 people, and then whoever responds back to me is who I have a conversation with. Um, and that's been working out very well. I'm, I'm really happy with the, with the texting so far. Um, I plan on keeping it going for the rest of the year. And then by the end of the year, I'll, I'll assess like, you know, the value. Cause I do pay a monthly fee to have that number and to, and to use it. Um, cause text messaging is expensive uh, in case you didn't know. Um, so you can text me, uh, or you can email me if you're old fashioned, uh, Clintus TV at gmail.com. You can send me an email. I, I, I get back to those, uh, every other day. So, uh, just whatever it is, just be patient. Like I said, Twitter isn't the fastest, most in I'm, I'm fa- the fastest on, and then it goes down from there. Um, so that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. I really do appreciate your time and attention. I believe this is four weeks in a row with a podcast out on Monday. Uh, I try to get these up at 6 a.m. Pacific, Monday mornings. Uh, I knew I said I was going to have a guest this week, but it didn't happen. Sorry. I got busy and, and sidetracked and caught up. And the, the two people that I, were, I was reaching out to to try and like nail down, I just lost track of time and decided just to wait. So... Um, I've been really into gardening and, and house plants. So I felt like this was a good solid episode. I've been talking for an hour and I'm, I'm like amped and pumped about talking about it. So, um, I, I really appreciate your time and attention and, uh, I will see you, uh, on the internets.